You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Out of the gates and ready to go. Outkick 360 underway. Glad you're with us. Happy New Year as we get things started right off of a great weekend for the college football playoff. NFL now heads into week 18 with plenty of playoff scenarios and playoff hopes on the line. And we've got plenty to discuss with the guy to my left, the guest host today, Dan Dockich in for Chad Withrow, who is spending his first Monday of 2023 doing what he loves driving back from nebraska dan what kind of good drive? to see you man what kind of drive is that from nebraska what what do we I, got? I hear about it annually yeah. or i used to and then they flew and then they couldn't because of southwest mm. this past week or whatever so uh, it's 14 hours and uh, i i did tell him once i said hey don't hopefully there's no crying you know he's got two girls in the back seat he goes oh there will be crying from me <laughs> So he's back tomorrow, and I can't wait yeah. for, for Withrow to be back. Great to be back with you, too. Yeah. What a weekend. I thought it was as good a football weekend as uh, we've seen, particularly in the college the college playoffs. Usually, tell me if I'm wrong, tell me what you think, but usually the college football playoffs are just eh. Usually there's well, a the semi, we all, yeah, in, in general, the, the, we've seen some blowouts, too, yeah. in the, the championship game. I, the, you're right. This is the greatest semifinal we've seen in this structure uh, because of, you know, we didn't have the the one runaway score in the third quarter. We nearly did. I mean, Michigan was down 19 in yeah. the third. It looked like TCU was going to be that game and be that underdog that ended up showing up and winning, but winning big, and Michigan didn't allow it, but TCU answered. And then follow that up with Georgia and Ohio State. And Ohio State, Dan, was really Georgia of last year. If you look at the scenario, I've been comparing them to Alabama from last year, but Georgia loses in the SEC championship game. They get in with a lower seed after being one or two throughout the entire season, and then they go on to win it. And Ohio State was matching Georgia with everything until the very end on the kick. And how about ringing in the new year and how things were able to sync up? It's crazy. Where the kick yeah. hits the ground right as the <laughs> clock struck midnight in New York City on the countdown. All right, we, we, we talked a little bit about this. Um, I'm going strictly as a father here, and as a father, man, and watching my son have to make free throws, he, he was a walk-on <laughs> at Michigan, then he played a lot at Ohio State, and they're in the Big Ten, and they're in, as a father, you're sitting there, and your stomach, and you're dying. I always said to my kids, thank God you were never a kicker. Because, look, I, I feel so bad for the kid, but then I had people say, well, hey, look, everybody's got a job to do. He's got a job to do. Yeah. I, didn't think they did, I didn't think that they did a very good job, they being Ohio State, after the run by Stroud, of helping the kicker. 50 yards, that environment, that deal. I, it's a lot to ask of an 18, 20. Well, you're saying, like, get seven, eight, Go nine get 18, more yards. Get, get where you're comfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, but again, you got to do your job. Where are you with that? Do we? Are you in the middle? Like, hey, I'm compassionate for the kid, but you know, he, he oh, I feel job I feel awful for him. My brain is weird. I, I'm thinking of the moment where 
if that dude makes that kick, yeah. the play-by-play call goes down in history <laughs> yes. with his name being mentioned yes. all the time from the, the Ohio State University radio network, right? And all the highlight reel of the season oh, where yeah. they're about to go on and take on TCU. They don't have to face Michigan again if they just hit that kick. And then the abrupt about face where he, I mean, it wasn't even no, close. No, no, no. And you could kind of, I told you this earlier, Dan, I, I, I sensed he was going to miss the kick based on just the facial expression when he was iced by the timeout. You know, it's funny. I, I talk about this all the time in coaching. You know, a guy says, well, you know, why didn't they let Jonathan shoot that shot? Well, because as a coach, you know, so, looking in his eyes, yeah, yeah. that he ain't going to make it. Now, you look and you say, all right, Davey's going to make it, or at least give me a better chance. And maybe you're the better shooter. So I'm with you on that. I always look at that, and it, I don't know how to describe this, but when he was lining up, my wife and I always go, yes or no? And we both, no. Like it wasn't, it was, yeah, I agree. No. And it wasn't, the, it was his look. And, and that's, I'm telling you, that's a really big thing. And you you want somebody comfortable. And I think 10 more yards, again, getting 10 yards isn't the easiest thing. George is pretty good. But they were rolling a little bit. Well, I mean, the, just the the ability. Stroud, by the way, exceptional. Would you like him here? Oh, yeah. The Titans have no chance. But I mean, I mean, would, would he be a guy? Yes. Because going into the game, a lot of people had a lot of – I'll give the kid credit because he was catching a lot of heck from people everywhere about how he choked in the game against Michigan. He didn't perform in a big mm-hmm. game, hasn't performed in a big game. Now, all of a sudden, everybody wants him, and I agree with it. He was great. Yes. Uh, we'll get to this later with Bama, but Bryce Young, same way. Mm-hmm. You know, playing and playing well. Both of those guys really helped themselves. We didn't hear much Will Levis talk this this weekend. Uh, it was about Bryce Young and, and C.J. Stroud. Which I saw a sign on Broadway. It should be. I did. I saw a sign on one of the marquees on Broadway. Welcome, Will Levis. You guys are campaigning on Broadway for Will Levis. No way. It was. I'm well, telling can, you, there is on one of the one of the bars. Well, he maybe he went to that bar this weekend. Okay, uh, maybe. Yeah, I'm not campaigning for him for sure. Um, TCU and what they've accomplished. I I told myself and I, I told everyone yeah, every day that we were talking about the frogs. I was not going to overlook them anymore, and then I overlooked them <laughs> and I took Michigan and the the ability of Sonny Dykes in year one. And Duggan and the just the whole vibe of the program. What an exceptional season and what an opportunity they have after going toe to toe in the trenches with Michigan to now have to elevate and play a week from tonight against Georgia, a team that was tested. And many are saying, oh, we just watched the national championship game when Ohio State missed the kick. Crown them, crown them for back to back champs. I'm not going that far yet. I'm with you. Hey, look, Jonathan, I I think that when I watched Michigan, when it got tough, the toughness parts of it, okay? And you can say, well, you know what? The touchdown by Wilson should have been a touchdown. Fine. Mm -hmm. But but then there was a fumble. They were three times Michigan was inside uh, first and goal, and they got three points. And now, of course, they fumbled. Fine. But you know what? When it was tough, I'll tell you this, TCU was a tougher team. TCU was fast. Uh, You can say whatever you'd like about who has five stars, who has pros, who has NFL guys. That's all great. And you can also say this, and I'm curious your thought on this. Too many times we make it out to be some mythical thing. Yes, there are – does winning breed um, 
Uh, does winning breed camaraderie? Does camaraderie breed whatever? Certainly, TCU seems to have that. But I got to tell you, when it got tough, they were better. And overall, when they needed something, they answered it, and they answered it with the run game, which is toughness too. I, people discounting TCU, I think, are crazy. Well, I mean, you've got Michigan trailing by 19 late in the third in a game of momentum. They grabbed it, and then what you're saying, they TCU answered everything, everything, every big drive. They came up with a big play and a big score. Let me ask you this. Were you expecting Michigan to get it within one score, score, and then take off, win by, you know, six, seven? What, what, yeah. you, you know, were you expecting that? I kind of yeah. was. Yeah. Vegas is normally always right. Yeah. And that's right. that's kind of the spread anyway going into the game. Right. So, yeah, but J.J. McCarthy, too, uh, for 19, dude's 19 years old. All right. He's legit. Let me let me give you this though. Through two pick sixes. Hey. I'm just saying, that's the same thing with the kicker. I like know. you got a job to do, don't do that. I, I realize that Stetson Bennett also didn't play that well in the first half. And you know, he ends up throwing for four hundred yards and he has a chance to get a statue in Athens if he wins again. Yeah, I gotta tell you, uh, and I love this. Uh, people always ask me, 17, 16 years with Bobby Knight, and they say, What's the best thing that he ever did? And I'll tell you this. He did exactly what Kirby Smart did. By the time, if you had a big win, by the time you left that locker room, you don't even remember you had a big win. Now, once you walk out of the locker room and your family and friends, everybody's kissing your backside. Yeah. But I thought Kirby Smart handled that perfect. Look, and I thought, to his credit, Stetson Bennett handled it perfect by saying, yeah, coach is right. I played 30 minutes of bad football. I thought, honest to God, I thought that was beautiful by Smart. I thought that was genius. I thought that when I saw that, I'm like, man, this dude understands because at Georgia, as you know, same thing here with Tennessee, you get a big win, everybody's kissing your backside. Except who shouldn't be? We would coach. The coach is saying, yeah, you got to be better. And good for Bennett for saying, yeah, he's right. Who's more bummed right now? And I've got a definitive answer. Oh, boy. Michigan or Ohio State? You have a definitive answer. Yes. I'm going to say – Ohio State. I'm going to say that Ohio State, because first time in a decade they've lost two straight games. The coach at 45 and six is under attack. He needs to be fired. <laughs> I mean, God dang. I'm saying Ohio State because their fans just aren't used to it. Uh, give me your answer. Michigan. Yeah. So their entire mantra was, "We're going to finish the deal." Yeah. You know, and they did not match the Georgia physicality a year ago after destroying Ohio State. They didn't destroy them, but in the trenches, they beat them up. Yeah. And they, then they did it again on the road at Ohio Stadium. And still, the discussion was, well, you got to go do it to Georgia. And that would have been in the national championship game, and instead it's TCU that took it to them. And they weren't able to get back to that game in that moment. Although, I, I got to tell you, outstanding though. comeback. But the... To do to go back to back now in the semis and fall the way they did, that's going to stay with them and stick with Harbaugh too. It is sticking with Harbaugh, but I, I got to tell you when you when you get a month from now, mm-hmm. one guy, Ryan Day, has to live with losing to Michigan twice in a row. The other guy gets to live with beating Ohio State two years in a row because three years ago they were getting ready to get rid of Harbaugh. <laughs> And Harbaugh may have all the cards right now. There's reports yeah. talking about him maybe going to the pros. I, I don't know about you, but 
It, when I looked at it, I understand what you're saying, but from a coaching perspective, give me the win over my rival and let me lay with that the whole summer long as opposed to the other way. Well, the biggest loser is, I mean, we're, I think this is the eighth straight national championship or, or yeah, national championship appearance for the SEC. Yeah. And 16 out of the last 17 with these matchups. And the Big Ten had two cracks at it. Two teams in, and they fall on the same weekend. I hate to say it. Again, this is wrong. But one of those cracks was against TCU. It wasn't against Alabama. Alabama, it, USC. It wasn't against right. Florida with, you know, Urban's Hernandez and, and Tebow yes. and all those games. It wasn't yeah. that. It wasn't that. So – the, you mentioned uh, Jim Harbaugh. Reports are the Broncos are uh, reaching out to him for their coaching opening, and it would make total sense for the Colts to be doing the same thing, right? Yeah, you have to. Uh, Jimmy Ursay loves, doesn't like, loves Jim Harbaugh. Captain comeback in Indy. I don't know how many years he played. It was less. It was five or less, and they put him in the Ring of Honor. Yeah, he, you know, I mean, he loves him, and there have been reports coming around Indy, and I don't know whether they're true or not, that they have reached out. I got to tell you, um, that would energize a very. You know what you're going to see in Indy? You're going to see those old bags over your head this weekend. You know, the the, the fans and all that stuff. You're going to see a lot of that. I thought we've already seen it. We have. Oh, okay. You're going to see a lot of it this week. <laughs> Yeah, and Harbaugh would eliminate that. You know what I mean? Like, you got to get a guy that the fan base thinks really highly of. Not, you know, not Nathaniel Hackett or some assistant from somewhere. Yeah. You got to get somebody because this thing is dropping dead in Indy. I, you know, I don't know. I, I think it'd be great that the report came out from the athletic that, you know, it's a done deal. Harbaugh's going to listen. He's going to go if he gets an offer. I don't know if I buy that. I don't know that I don't buy that. But, um, I hope it's Indy if he goes. I wonder what's changed, though, because last year he could have bolted for the Raiders. You know, the, the Maybe it was Vegas, the Raiders. Vegas wanted to reach out. Um, Would you want to work? Well, may, maybe he already knows that he's going to Indy, right? Yeah. Like, but, the, I mean, here's the other thing, too. Denver's owner, the Waltons, they're the richest, wealthiest owner in the NFL, family-wise. And uh, it's, not, it's not by, like, a couple billion. It's like fifty-seven billion to seventeen billion, which is seventeen's a ton, and I believe it's Stan Kroenke that, that who's right there for there. But I mean, they, there's no salary cap for coaching for NFL coaches or what you're going to pay your staff. So you, if they want to roll out the the red carpet for him and go the opposite of Nathaniel Hackett, Harbaugh makes a ton of sense for Denver. Okay, let me throw this out to you. I agree with that. Totally agree with that. If you are Jim Harbaugh. And let's just let's just say what we all say, or most people say, you better have a quarterback. All right, so you're going to go to Indy. I mean, I you know what's there? I, I don't know. Nick Foles, Sam Ellinger, Matt Ryan seems to be in there. Or are you going to bet? Let's just take those two teams. I would bet on Russell Wilson. I, I don't know why. I, I've always been a Russell Wilson fan. Jonathan, I've always been like, you know what? Give him the ball with three minutes to go. I'll take him and Brady and Rodgers and whomever. I, I just have always been a – if I were Harbaugh, people always say, what's the defini definition of a good job? Well, in coaching, definition of a good job is where you can win. Can you win in Indy with this sorry AFC South? Yes, you can. Right? Even without a quarterback. You don't need one in the AFC South. You gotta have somebody. Is Trevor Lawrence a future star? Yeah, he's great. He's Get great. out of here. 
Really? For the AFC South, he's okay. unbelievable. <laughs> no, he's a Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Fame worthy player. All right. Um, so no, where so, would you rather go? Well, based on a quarterback. Well, based on system. So right now, I, I think what's held, what's held Indy back is John. They're not all in with Jonathan Taylor like they should have been with Frank Wright. They always wanted to pass way too much. I agree with that. Um, same thing with what we saw with Washington, with Ron Rivera and Carson Wentz, passing way too much. And I, I think you lean on the run. Harbaugh's going to do that. He's going to lean on the run. I, I also think that's what made Russell Wilson really good in Seattle, was they focused on the run game. And they didn't have that consistent effort up front for Denver this year. As part of the problem, that wasn't the sole reason. They were awful. So I think you can have both. You can so have you both don't systems think, here. You, you don't think that there is a discrepancy between taking the job, all things considered, mm-hmm. including money. Oh, I yeah. I don't think for a second money doesn't factor. I mean, if, if, if to your point. I mean, he made over, Harbaugh made over $9 million base this year based on his bump from last year's well, he increase. Ain't, he ain't going for less. No. No. I think, personally, if I were Harbaugh, um, I would weigh all of this, and I'd be very, very careful coming to Indy, particularly if they're going to keep the general manager there. Because he hasn't done very well. Well, if they want him, he can tell him that, he can tell Ursay what he what, does what and I'm doesn't saying. want. So do you think Saturday moves upstairs? Man, I, I think they love Jeff Saturday. I, I I don't think he moves up to a general manager's role. I, I think that he is involved in the organization. I don't think he was. Like people are saying, well, you know, he was a consultant or an advisor. And I'm saying, no, no, he wasn't. He did he wasn't even watching a game when they called him a legend. Right. I mean, what are we yeah. talking about here? Um I don't know, but I know this. If if, if I've been in a position where I took a job at West Virginia from Bowling Green. And I said, let me tell you something. I need my trainer, I need my weight coach, and I need my academic person because those are the three most important, even more so than assistant coaches. I need infrastructure. And if I'm Jim Harbaugh, I'm not relying on Chris Ballard. I'm not relying on that. Now, maybe they say, hey, look, you can't have the job if you don't, you know, there's always two sides of every story, but I'm not sitting there going, hey, wait a second here. I'm, I'm going to take Chris Ballard. They haven't drafted where the damn they they no. So if they say in in um, in Denver, hey look, or in Indy, hey carte blanche, let's do it your way. That's where I'm going. Well, that's the only way you get him out of there. I think Michigan's you're twenty. Just they're twenty five and three over their last two seasons with him. You've got back to back Big Ten titles. You're about to see a college football structure with a twelve team playoff. USC, UCLA, they're about to enter. And right now, you, you have the upper hand over Ryan Day in Ohio State to the point where if you beat him again, he's probably fired, as crazy as that sounds. They want him out after this loss. They want him out right now. Yeah, I mean, so, so I that, don't think they're going to let him leave. Michigan. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why you would. Well, With I, where, they, where they are in the hierarchy right now of the conference. I always go to this. Who's going to replace him? I mean... Well, who, would re- who would replace Ryan Day? Well, you step in. What well, Ryan Day, though. I I'm mean, not saying he's going to be fired, but you always got to look at those things. But like, by who, replacing Ryan Day, the expectations are the same as Ryan Day. By replacing no Harbaugh, now you've got to beat Ohio State every year. Right. So who are you getting to do that? 
That to your, I'm making your point actually yeah. of, of they're not going they're going to do everything to not let him go because they've proven they could lose to Ohio State a number of times for a mm-hmm. number of decades. Now here they've got this thing going. Uh, people always say, "Well, you know this next guy." No, 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 no. Well, they, Michigan always wants a wish. Michigan man, right? They got the guy. All right, so let me ask you: If money were the same, money nine million right now, Harbaugh, NFL. Let's, Really? Far, I think it's far easier to coach because you don't have to, you don't have you to have check to. your phone to text people at whatever time in recruiting. And if you, you, you also, I mean, you actually have a salary cap and you have guys under contract in the NFL. In I, college football, it's, a, it's still free agency, but you're a free agent every single offseason now. I, I wouldn't like that. I've talked to a number of coaches, and the answer, surprisingly, until this year, was no, nah, I'd rather stay in college. I love the teaching. Uh, blah, blah. Now, with exactly what you said with the NIL and free agency, it's like, man, I, 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 so many guys, head coaches, assistant coaches, can't stand having to recruit their own players. Mm. Like, I got to keep Jonathan here. What, what do you mean? He just started and he threw for 4,000 yards and 22 touchdowns. He, he's dating a homecoming queen and we got him an NIL. No, no, no. He's thinking about because somebody else is paying him. Well, and then if you – don't play the backup that you just recruited. He's out oh, he's too. Gone. So you know you never have depth. No, you know it's just a it's and a it's crazy a, system right now. It's a it, that's why I like the fact that that McCall kid from Coastal Carolina is going back. Yeah, I like that. I, I yeah, I'm old school. I wouldn't have let him play in the bowl game, but I, I saw Shane Beamer said he wouldn't. I saw Saban said he wouldn't. It's just a matter of your own preference. But I was glad to see the kid go back. I don't. I got no problem with kids leaving. I, I, I don't. It doesn't. It, it doesn't affect me. It used to. It doesn't. So I don't care. But I do talk to a lot of coaches. They're like, man, it's one thing to get in the portal and get. It's, it's another thing to have to recruit your own guys that you've treated better than your own kids. Drive you nuts. Got to get them paid. Got to get them paid. That is the universal language. Coming up, we had to pay a lot to get Dan here to Nashville. Tons. By the way, on the holiday, three bags of Crystal hamburgers. Really? No. No, I'm on a diet my first of the year. <laughs> There'll be 24 diets this year. The over-under is 23 and a half. Yeah, you're not making it three hours on Crystal Hamburgers. I can tell you mm. that right now. Oh, I like them, though. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get a sack full for you. We'll send Maddie out to go get some. Oh, man. I'll buy. I'm in. I'll buy. Coming up, uh, we've got college football games being played right now. We'll give a full scoreboard update on the games in progress. We'll take a peek ahead to what's in store tonight. Plus, uh, we go back to the college football playoff where we discuss the hit on Harrison. We discuss the touchdown. Can Mm -hmm. we just say touchdown for Michigan that was called back for some reason? And other coaching decisions. And maybe the biggest play of all weekend, the timeout by Kirby Smart. All of that and more straight ahead on OutKick 360. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. You guys haven't seen the helmets that Mississippi State wore today with the pirate flag. Uh, awesome salute 
to Coach Mike Leach. Welcome back. Outkick 360 rolls on across the Outkick Network. Happy New Year to you with Dan Dockich. I'm Jonathan Hutton. Chad Withrow back with us tomorrow. Um, we've seen a lot at Texas Tech. You know, they, they went with a, a special formation, the air raid formation, to honor their former coach as well, even though there was plenty of disagreement um, yeah. for the remainder of, yeah. of Mike Leach's life. He was going to take that with him. Um, that was cool. But the, the helmets today, perfect for the Bulldogs, and they're having a great finish. Yeah, they ended up winning the game. They beat Illinois, or I guess there's four seconds to go. But, yeah, man, you know what's interesting about Mike Leach is in a world where guys will cut each other's throats, right? I mean, college football recruiting, college basketball recruiting. Man, everybody loved the dude. I had a chance to drink beers with him two nights on a vacation, and he was just – Exactly what you would think. Man, mm-hmm. you just laugh. I mean, you just and I don't even think he was trying to be funny. No, it's, I, no. it's just the way he talked. It's the way he said things. It was, as a matter of fact, it was just fantastic. We've got some other uh, games of note as well. But uh, Davy Hudson, do we? So this was a three-point game, right? It, it was, was a field goal, and now I see sixteen points scored by the Bulldogs all of a sudden in the fourth. Yeah, they went off in the fourth. The, the game's final, 19 to 10. Mississippi no. State gets the win. Whoa, 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 whoa. I am three and a half. Yeah. What happened here? Right. Uh, last play. I, I'm still waiting. I haven't seen a highlight from it, Dan, but it looks as though it was one of those lateral plays where they ended up fumbling and Mississippi State just ended up scoring as time expired. That's hurtful. That's a, that's a bad beat. You can, you can add that one to. That's a terrible beat. That's so you're at Illinois three happens. and a half? I did. Oof, and this game was 13 10. I did. Oof. Wow. Four seconds to go. I felt pretty good. Next thing you know, I'm looking right here. I thought you were lying to me, Davey. I, I would never do such I a know. thing, Dan. Uh. I'd never do such a thing. But as far as other action we have going on, the Citrus Bowl has not been a contest whatsoever. LSU currently up 42-0 to zero over Purdue. That game halfway through the third. Uh, LSU's driving yet again. And then the other game in action, the Cotton Bowl. Tulane is down 21-28 to 28 against USC, but they do have the ball. Uh, we're halfway through the third, so that one could come down to uh, hopefully a, a great fourth quarter. It's been a lot of eventful games, and of course, later on coming up, not starting until five o'clock Eastern, Penn State versus Utah in the Rose Bowl. That's gonna be that's uh, gonna be a solid game. Both of those teams want to be there. You know, there was a report out that Ohio State didn't want to go back to the Rose Bowl if they weren't in the college football playoff because they had just been there. That's Ser- insane. Yeah, that's, so, that goes against history. But now you have Penn State who absolutely wants to be there with the season they've had as the third best team of the Big Ten. And you have Utah that's back again for the second consecutive year. And that would have been a rematch, Utah and Ohio State. That was also part of it. But I I think this is a a solid football game tonight. And ESPN, uh, for those wondering if you turn over and you're like, why is a postgame show on instead of Monday Night Football? Bengals-Bills is going to be awesome. Um it's because of the Rose Bowl contract. They kick off at 5 o'clock. They have that 2 p.m. window slot guaranteed to them, normally on New Year's Day, and they get to keep that. So that's why Monday Night Football, which has never moved, is moved back by, you know, like 20 minutes on the kickoff tonight. And that was part of – that was part of – that had to come together to expand the playoffs is what I'm – I remember reading that. Like, that was a big deal – Yep, and hopefully, I let me let me let me ask you because we're going to see the playoffs expand sooner than later. What is your thought on that? Now that we've had great games, do you think that an expanded playoff will make? Where are you at with the watered down regular season? Where are you at with all that? No, 
I don't, I don't think it will. Let me, an example. LSU, based on the way they finished the season, would not be in the college football playoff right now. They're ranked 17th. Mm. And it's really an 11-team playoff because Tulane would be the 12 seed because you have the highest-ranked uh, group of five program that gets that spot automatically. The other part about it is, based on what we've seen with the competition with the, the 12 teams this year alone, just in the rankings and the back-and-forth play, now throw in the fact that round one would be on campus. So you could have Alabama host Utah, just throwing two teams out there, or, or you know Tulane on the road in Knoxville, or Tennessee one year, having to go play at Ohio State. I, I love that fact. And then you, you know, the winners advance and you actually have the bowls matched up properly with some of the, the, the other storylines that are going to be there anyway. But I have not cared less about any of the bowl games this year in, in, in general than the anticipation for the, the playoff because I know the 12-team playoffs on the horizon. And with the opt-outs, and I think it actually saves a lot of these bowls. You're not going to have nearly as many opt-outs. No doubt. Because there's something to play for. You have a championship on the line instead of just a random money grab bowl where you get a, you know, a PS5 and you know, a gift card to Amazon. Like th these guys can go train, make more, and get ready for the NFL draft. And I, I will disagree with you on one thing. I love, I don't know why, it feels like skipping school to me when I wake up and Wimbledon is on in the morning or the British Open is on in the morning or there's a bowl game on at noon. I don't really watch. Um, but I like having it on. It's one of those deals where I like I, it makes me feel like I'm skipping school. No, I, like it just feels good. Hey, I'm with you on I'm it, watching though. ball. If football's on, I'm watching it. You, you know I don't what, care about the result though. I, I agree with that. You know what I do find fascinating? I try to tell people this all the time. The two least attended events of major proportion oh. are bowl games. And first-round NCAA tournament games. Like, people think the first-round NCAA tournament games are these jam-packed venues. We literally at Indiana playing with Missouri one year, ran out onto the court, and because of switching over from the first section, there was nobody in the gym. This is in Boise. And we played, and there's like it's like half full, and we're like, wait, this is Indiana, right? Uh, and so I've watched that forever. Bowl games get nobody attending, except for obviously – you know, the Rose Bowl be attended and these yeah. bigger games. And the NCAA tournament first round, nobody showed. I shouldn't say nobody, but about three quarters, a half full. It's fun. It's good. Is it fun? Uh, I think. I, here's better, my better attended these, these in-season November Thanksgiving tournaments that we see everywhere. Basketball? Or, yeah, or first round. Well, the basketball tournaments are played in gyms the size of this room. Like you go, ballrooms. Yeah, we go. The ballroom in the Bahamas is spectacular. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Well, isn't there one in Jersey too? Yeah, they, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were mad. You know. <laughs> hey, you know what though? Um, and then, well, the big, the one that was always the worst was in Maui, and once it got dangerous because they didn't have air conditioning, is you know the humidity would come in and people are slipping. Once it got dangerous, about seven, maybe more than that, maybe fifteen years ago, they had to change it. I don't know. I, I like bowl games. I don't really pay attention to, to them much. Let me ask you this question. If, if you were, let's just say for the sake of argument, you're, you're Tennessee, yeah. and you want whatever Tennessee needs. They need a running back. Let's just say they need a running back. All right, They need a running back. You and I are on the coaching staff. What I, 
It would be, this is how I would look at the world. I would go and get, and this is what stinks, I think, about college basketball. I would go and get so much money together and get the best running back in the country and at least make him an offer. Like, you have to do that at a place like Tennessee. You can't. If you think you're close to a national championship, you have to do something like that. I don't. I think Tennessee's probably doing it. I would think Alabama, Tennessee. What if you're Florida? Your your team stinks. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. You you can't go another year if you're Billy Napier. Well, the way you're right because he's he's lost now to Vandy, and he got boat raced by Oregon State. Yeah, that, it was embarrassing. That catches with up with you, even though he's trying to run off some of the players that he inherited, right? Yeah, but now you better find somebody to replace well, it. And, yeah. I, and i got to get guy. And, and you know what I've learned about, about boosters is when you're winning, man, everybody's got deep pockets and wants to help. When you're losing, what am I getting for my money? It's, it's a fascinating thing in college football. What you saying about opting out just made me think about that. It's well, just he's, fascinating. And he's done well. Florida's done well in recruiting for year one with him. But you're right. He's got to have quick results. And the way to do that is to go through just, the portal. Let's go off. What can we offer him? How do we find out how much Jonathan's being offered? All right, let's go. You know, I mean, you have to. It's unbelievable. And that's good or bad. That's the way it is. Was the play of the weekend Kirby Smart's timeout? It was unbelievable. Ohio State's up 11. Rossi looked like he's turning the corner. He's about to, to pick up the yardage needed. And the play is blown dead because just prior to the snap, Kirby Smart called timeout on the fake punt. People say coaching doesn't matter. You know the most important thing about coaching is? I swear to God, this was told to me by Coach Knight. Belichick would come. You got to pay attention. Like, and, and you think about that. Well, of course you're paying attention. No, because a lot of times in coaching, you see, you see a, a lineup, a formation, or, or a set in basketball, and your brain is already working to the next thing. But I'll never forget Belichick uh, and, and Parcells coming with Coach Knight and talking about you've got to pay attention because every single game, every single play is organic. And that told me that nobody pays more attention to Kirby Smart. You know it would be interesting to see? It would be interesting to see – who else wanted to call timeout on that sideline? Like, were the assistants paying attention? You know or what I mean? someone up top telling him? or Maybe. Or maybe Smart saw I don't know. Well, so Kirby said after the game, he said, look, we've had three fakes called on us this year already, and it's nothing we're doing wrong. They just, you know, either they, they're picking it up by a yard or they're not, right? And he's like, I just, I didn't want to burn a timeout, but I felt like in that moment we had to be on our toes, ready for it. I just wanted to reassure everyone was ready for it, and turns out they called it half second right before the snap. Again, that's that's paying attention. That's that game is over. The game. Oh, it's over. Oh, it's over. But see, see, so that's where it's crazy because the heat is on Ryan Day, and if not for that timeout by Kirby Smart, there's no heat on Ryan Day right now. He's playing for a title, and oh. many would say he's already won the title because he beat Georgia. Dude. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I, look, this is 100 years ago. Key Smart hits a falling out-of-bounds jump shot. We so all got national championship rings. Yes. Jim Beheim couldn't win the big one because of a falling out-of-bounds jump. There's no <laughs> question. But no one, no one's like no. thinking about those moments that the kicker makes a kick. have nothing to do with the other sideline. The kicker makes a kick. The kicker know, makes a kick. You know who had the greatest coaching setup all year long in college football? Ryan Day. That's what you would hear about. If the kicker makes, oh my God, did you see? He overcame. Yep. No Nolan, uh, no Marvin Harrison. He overcame no Stover. He overcame the, the 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 running back that didn't play Henderson. He overcame all this with an unbelievable game plan. Now he's 
And, well, now he's yeah. Now he's yeah. got to beat Michigan again. Yeah. Got to wait a year. <laughs> got to wear an adult diaper. Because how you do um, is... <laughs> Do we even know uh, if uh, Gary Hahn, the play-by-play voice of NC State, does he have to wait a year? This is indefinite suspension for mentioning <laughs> illegal aliens down in Texas while on the call. Uh, we'll, we'll get into the details of that. We'll play the audio and react to it. That's all straight ahead on Outkick 360. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Gary Hahn, who's an announcer for uh, football and basketball with NC State, he wants some advice on handling a suspension. (laughs) Call up Dan Dockage. Uh, welcome back. I'll kick 360. We've got, we got NFL recap coming once. up. My friend, you know Mark Packer? Oh, yeah. So Pac's, Pac-Man. Pac-Man's thing is the goal of the American worker should be to be suspended with pay. I took a week off. They gave me a week one time. Sorry. Suspended with pay? With pay. This is a good week. We had a great time. <laughs> My wife and I went to shows in Chicago. We had a great time. Now, you, you always hated when I would bring up that you were suspended. You would join us. No! And I thought it helped you become the, the number one show uh, in middays <laughs> across the country for local markets. We were always number two. And when we actually reached number one, you were number two. And then you surpassed us again because you were suspended the year that they ranked you number one. Yeah. Well, less, it of, helped me, you. less of me is good. And he still he still claims it's only been one time with no, the suspension. Only one. So Gary Hahn, um, calling uh, hoops this, it, it, and he's down in Texas. And here's the play-by-play of his reaction to being there with the Wolfpack. And we'll get to his suspension in a moment. One other bowl game involving an ACC team going on. That's the Sun Bowl. And amongst all the illegal aliens down in El Paso, it's UCLA 14 and Pittsburgh 6. So Learfield Communications is the rights holder for NC State Athletics. And through the sports property, as they call it, the Wolfpack Sports Property, they've put him on indefinite suspension for saying illegal aliens. I'm going to ask you what you think about that. I, I immediately said, uh, when, I, when I saw this headline, imagine what was said off air, not by Gary Hahn, but by literally probably a group of people that were there covering that game that he's discussing, or any other group that would be giving a score update who knows the situation in Texas. And probably the same people that are behind the scenes suspending him indefinitely uh, have a similar sentiment, but they can't say it on air. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. That's pretty good. That's deeper than I go. I thought, number one, it was kind of stupid to throw it in there. I mean... I think it was more conversational, though. Like it, It's not... But, it, it, but you're saying it from the stance of, well, he should be able to say it, but he's getting suspended yeah, for it. Well, and I, he should know he's going to be suspended I, for it, even if he can't yeah. say it. I, you can say it, but of course, then there's repercussions for saying that. It's not right. it's not factually incorrect. 
Right. I mean, and and Haley, you know, gave us the definition this morning. So, that it's, yeah, so yeah. Haley Karania yeah. in studio with us uh, with OutKick, OutKick.com, and Tommy Lauren is fearless, which you can catch at 6 p.m. Eastern. No, is that right? 6 p.m. Eastern? Yeah. Oh, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern. Thank you. Central. Um, three to six Eastern is OutKick 360. Haley, uh, give us the definition, please, of illegal alien and, and your overall sentiment when you saw this story. Oxford definition of alien. Belonging <laughs> to a foreign country or nation, a foreigner especially who is not a naturalized citizen of the country where they are living, show me the lie. That's exactly yeah. what they are. Yeah, no but, doubt. Dan, you brought up a good point. Like, should he have said that? And the Sun Bowl fan fiesta was canceled because the convention center downtown was literally overrun by migrants. That's where they're waiting to get these decisions on their immigration status. So it wasn't this like out of pocket comment that, you know, people are talking about. So, well, I think for him, look, one of the things that I always thought broadcasting a game is um, you when you bring other stuff into the game, you open yourself up for a problem. I, I always like, I, you know, when I remember one time I said, you know, this kid's out of shape. Well, that became, well, and the coaches told me, they said he's out of, he's fat is what they said. And I'm like, well, he's out of shape. And I mean, I just got crushed because you bring in, you know, people say, well, you called the kid fast. I didn't call him fat. I said, he's out of shape according to coaches. And he's, so I always, I always, and again, I'm just going from my personal experience. I was always a little just a little bit leery about bringing something like that into the broadcast. I'm not saying he should be suspended. In fact, I don't think he should be. Uh, and that's a very handsome man right there. But anyway, um, I don't disagree. There is no lie. You're right. There's no lie. There's no lie there. But you're calling a basketball game or a football game, and all of a sudden well, you throw in the illegal alien. But like, here's what are the you thing. Doing? Haley, if you said uh, you were in New York prior to being here in Nashville, you mm-hmm. said, ah, we're – Let's go down 360, down there with the rednecks in tennis. No one's going to say a word about that. Oh, right, really? Of course. You don't think no, so? No, no, no. Well, the rednecks will say something about it, like me. Will but you be no, happy about it? No one's getting suspended over that. No, you're right. Oh, you're right. Learfield's not going to do anything when it comes to that. Like, that's, that's yeah. my biggest issue with it. And, um, yeah, I wish they would have treated him like, Anyone that would say something factual. That's when you looked up the dic- the the when you looked up the uh, definition. Were you surprised at the definition? No, I mean I know the definition, but I'm not the one triggered by it. So well, I don't understand the whole <laughs> triggered world. Like uh, I'm mad about it. Okay, like a friend of mine used to tell his wife, "You're mad at me, aren't you?" Well, okay, just go go over there and be mad. I I don't want to hear about it. He got yeah. divorced. It didn't last long <laughs> the marriage. But I'm just saying, what is so tr- who who would have gotten triggered by that? Like, would the Council of El Paso, would the uh, Association of El Paso illegal immigrants get together? Well, I mean, who gets haven't mad they declared at that? a state of emergency there? Yes, they have I mean, in El Paso. It, but the thing is, they change the definitions of things all the time, and the goalposts are constantly moving. Right. So something that was acceptable a few years ago isn't acceptable now and i mean that was eight words that han said suspended indefinitely all right let, let, let it's me, crazy let me ask you this let's let's take it behind the scenes han said those words what do you guys think happened immediately 
Nothing immediately. What do you think happened 10 that minutes he knew later? About anyway. No, no, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about you guys work for Learfield. What's going on behind oh. the scenes you, that, that, that some, it rises to this guy who's been there forever getting. What do you think happened? People call in? I'm sure. I don't think that there was a reaction like that. I think it was an overreaction, just like getting ahead of what could have been um, a dust up with listeners or something. But I don't think that people have an issue, especially in El Paso. People probably have the same sentiment that Han does. I, I mean, I, I buy into the conspiracy theory that some, someone wants his job, so they reported so it. <laughs> yeah. I, um, and I then was, they, my guess is the phone call went something like, we really shouldn't have to do this, but I've got to do this. Sorry. You know, that, what do you think Han's reaction was? You think he even knew um, what he said? I have no idea. I also don't know what's in his deal. Like, I don't know what, um, how, what is the leeway uh, with the contract language on how much say Learfield has over how you call the game. No clue. No clue. Yeah, I don't know. All I know is this. When you bring that in, you open yourself up to, you know, like we, I saw Tim Hardaway use the term rape during a game, a basketball game. He described a play, and all he had to do was apologize. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you know what he said? He said, I apologize. Hope we can all move on. I'm going to go home now. I went too long. No, you're fine. Oh, like we've seen Jalen Rose talk about guys that have been killed and they're alive. On national TV, we've seen all this stupid stuff, and I don't know. Haley, thank you. Thank you, Haley. Of course, always. You're welcome here uh, anytime <laughs> from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Prior yeah, you're to, welcome uh, 9 to 11, too. It's more, you know. Thanks, Tommy. guys. You're welcome. You can be like Matt and Davey and everyone else in studio. Brooke, stay here all day. Get the, w- w- Matt's going to be sleeping here later. Well, it's not a bad place. It's nice pink lighting. You've got a nice drapes. Few people might be looking in. You go guzzle some moonshine. Yeah, that's right. It'd be good. Any drink you want. Coming up, NFL headlines right here on Outkick 360.